Hey yo, ladies and gentlemen, you are now tuned in. Esto es What is going on, Tomiente? Welcome back to part two of the Hangeo. Today, we're going to be talking all things Latin Grammys, as you guys heard previously in part one with Miss Cari. Gave you guys a little bit of an insight, but now here in this episode, me and I are going to be doing a deep dive into what is the Latin Grammys for this Thursday all the conundrums surrounding this award ceremony and plenty and plenty of more conversations in regards to all things Latin Grammys in the Musica Urbana. So hopefully you guys enjoy this episode and hopefully you guys enjoy the conversation. Alrighty then, I leave you guys to it. Latin Grammys 2020, here we go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. What is going on? here in the hangeo talking all things latin grammy i hope you guys enjoyed that little segment with miss cari torres shout out to cari of course for making the time to talk to us and now ivan we're gonna get into the big debate the big discussion latin grammys are this thursday so don't worry if you guys are listening to this the day that it drops there's still a couple of days before that actually happens but latin grammys this thursday a lot a lot of stuff conflicting in regards to some of these categories some of these nominees and we're going to get into it we're going to get a little bit into the politics of what the latin grammys is and just a lot more stuff so ivan you ready let's do it let's do it all right man we're going to talk and uh it's 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 gonna be an interesting one because we got a little bit of Cadiz perspective now i'm curious to hear your perspective as to uh, what what's going to unfold this Thursday in the rest of Latin Grammys. So I think, first of all, let's just give me your take on the Latin Grammys itself as a whole, as a uh, as an award ceremony, as an award itself. I... Well, sin reggaeton, no hay Latin Grammy, as we heard and, in 2019. Yeah, exactly. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to really stick to that. Um, I think that, so the Latin Grammys or the Grammys in general i mean are supposed to be and i would say are like it's like the pinnacle of the award that you're gonna get you know when you you know it's like the accolade that you desire to have um because it's supposed to be like the most like meritable the most like you know honorable award to receive in exchange for your body of work or your song your collaboration etc etc the problem with the grammys and the latin grammys is the category and that is because Latin music is such a vast category. You know, we're talking cumbias, musica mexicana regional. We're talking, you know, corridos. We're talking reggaeton. We're talking trap latino. We're talking, you know, um, what am I forgetting? Salsa. You know, salsa, you know, everything. You know, And the fact that even that, like, real quick, the fact that everything is considered, like, salsa, merengue, like, bachata is all considered, like, tropical. Tropical? Like, yeah. What is tropical? Like, what are you talking about, man? Like, like you can't come up with a better name. And I feel like the Latin Grammys is kind of like a, okay, guys, shut up. Here are your awards, okay? Like, just be happy you're getting something or that you're nominated. It's kind of like the, you're getting the leftovers just because they want to kind of, like, acknowledge it in its and give it its own award, the Latin Grammy, but not to the extent where they want to then be inclusive for the Grammys, because you look at like the nominations, and there's not even even the way they're done it just in the Latin category alone. 
they're kind of like all over the place. So, for example, if we're looking at record of the year, first of all, why do we have 10 nominees for one award? You know, like, yeah. it's just like even that alone, the fact that you have 10 nominees per category, it just makes it like if you're one of the guys that, you know, bar- barely snuck in or you're not, you know, getting the most plays, or you're kind of, for example, okay, so just let's be real. I'm looking at number seven on the category record of the year. Look at look at Tino V, right? Kenny Garcia and Noel Penisi. Like I'm gonna be front up front. I don't know who that is. Yeah, right. Like that track to me, it doesn't resonate. Have I heard it? Possibly, but I don't know who that is. And so I feel like there's probably a lot of people in our age bracket, you know, that actually watch the Grammys, actually maybe keep up with the Grammys, and you're seeing these artists that are thrown into these groups. You're like, who's that? I never heard of them. And that's not to take away from the work that these artists have put in to obviously be here. But we're talking about literally what popular music is, not pop as in pop the genre, but just popular music. I feel like that ends up being underrepresented in the Grammys. And some would argue that maybe that's what the Billboard Awards are for, right? That those are the awards that are supposed to be based off of numbers and charts and stuff like that. But I mean, even looking at that, and not to segue from the Latin Grammys, you look at that, and how many examples have we not seen of like, Artists were like, they're like, you know, they cracks, they sell some kind of deal to whatever platform to like album drops at midnight and at midnight, they've already got a platinum record. Like how the album just came out, you know, so there's ways to manipulate numbers. They kind of like, okay, so now the billboard rewards aren't like really trustworthy either, or they're not really kind of like a credible source. So I think that the Grammys over the years have just kind of built a really bad reputation of not being inclusive one and two, then trying to overcompensate following years for kind of like their hiccup if you will the fall the previous year and so as much as i i'm obviously going to watch i'm obviously a fan of music as a whole i'm obviously going to watch it and you know root for my artists that i you know i'm a fan of or whatever i think that it kind of like makes it less enticing because you look at the categories you look at the artists that are up nominated and you're kind of like how are all these artists that are from different genres able to be nominated for the same thing it's kind of like you would never compare those artists. So how is this even possible that some person at the recording Academy can then vote and say, Oh, he wins or she wins. I don't know, man. It's just like a lot of sus behavior. No, it is. It is. And I think it's, it's one of the things that the Latin Grammys has definitely been kind of heavily criticized on is the fact that there is this kind of favoritism, if you will, when it comes to picking out certain artists and, and certain in certain genres and stuff like that. Um, I think Gadi mentions it perfectly. I mean, there's a name that always heavily rotates in these categories and that's always, you're always going to find a Carlos Vives somewhere in, in, in the Latin Grammys. And and I think it, it is a bit unfair to kind of pit some of these artists against each other that don't even fathom to be in the same kind of concept. They're like, like they, they know that they're in their own lane, Right. And they have no business of trying to be in anyone other's other's lane because they're sticking to their 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 type of music, right? And like you mentioned, it's a bit unfair because maybe what they're doing, maybe they're maybe they're the king, maybe they're the daddy Yankees of their genre, but because it's not as mainstream and it's not as very kind of big and up there that 
you know they're not going to get the, the the votes from from the record people so you're right you, you said a lot of a, a lot of the things that i had in mind as well in regards to latin grammys but you know what it just makes it sound like the nickelodeon choice awards is just a much better uh ultimate <laughs> <laughs> show than than what we get from the latin grammys but let me start off the conversation with this question ivan because we know everything that happened last year with uh, the Latin Grammys and the strike with reggaeton and all that stuff. Do you think to now to today, do you think the Latin Grammy still holds as much weight as it should in the Musica Urbana? Is it still the panitical the, the, the uh, kind of album, um, album uh, award or is it just a hollow trophy at the end of the day for this for this for this uh, genre? I think that you have um, a very, so I'm going to say yes and no. Yes, in the sense that what artist doesn't want to win a Grammy? You know, what artist doesn't want to do the iconic pour your alcohol of choice into the Grammy and take the shot out of it? You know, that's just what it is. It's kind of like as a kid's what you dream of, right? But no, in the sense that I think we have a very good group of artists right now the ones that i maybe maybe at least okay when i say when the artists i'm referring to to be clear are the artists that could potentially be nominated you know we have artists that maybe could work a little harder or worked hard and got left out whatever it might be but when i was saying artists right now i'm referring to the artists that are on the categories and they could be potential not nominees you have these a really good group of artists that i think understand the political aspect to the grammys in the sense that if they don't get nominated or they don't win to them it's not make or break to them it's not oh dang well my album didn't get nominated dang i must be doing everything wrong you know and i think that a lot of that comes from the fan base you know the fan base is like kind of like the maybe like the instant gratification if you will in which like that just lets you know you're doing things right you know your followers your fan base um, your, your streaming numbers those are the th- things i think a lot of artists these artists i'm talking about they take that into more value than say a trophy and i think that that's great because considering all the things that we just said about the latin grammys i mean that's kind of what you should be looking at you know like you know you should have your own gauge for your success and a latin grammy really shouldn't be one of those yeah no and, and it's funny thing because how times have changed in the community because you remember like back in the days like people would throw the grammys in people's faces like when the you know when it was time to roncar they'd be like i got three lion grammys and this this and that and now it's just like oh well you may have a grammy but guess who's pulling more numbers guess who's pulling more money you know and i and i think that that definitely is what's at least in the genre of la musica urbana whether you know it's reggaeton or latin trap and stuff like that um I think it's definitely going to be who's pulling the numbers rather than who's winning a, an award that, let's face it, comes with um with a lot of negative connotations because, you know, we obviously saw the big kind of scandal that was last year with uh, the reggaeton strike, right? I mean, you had iconic figures like Yankee saying uh, to, to go on strike against, you know, and once Yankee says something like that, it's, it, it really just opens up your mind to like, what is going on? You know, right. Like, well, I think like, we should maybe explain it a little bit too, just for context. You know, like what the strike was. Um, I don't know if you want to go ahead or I'm um, go ahead. Go ahead. 
Go ahead. So in, in concept, just to kind of re, re kind of make sure everybody's aware of what this strike is, uh, it's kind of how I started my response, right? And pretty much that was like the hashtag and the concept was that don't just use our voice and our platforms for your marketing, you know, because the Grammys and all these other awards are using the Daddy Yankees, the J Balvins, the Osunas of the world to kind of bring in the Latin viewer you know, and get that number on their own rating with no intention of awarding them an, an award or with no intention of nominating them, you know? And so it was kind of like the Latin genre, Musica Latina Urbana, Musica Latina even, wouldn't be where it is today without reggaeton and all the subgenres and genres and reborn genres and, you know, the current genres that are being made right now that came from that. And so all these artists, these big name artists like the Yankees and Balvins that we just mentioned, they're pretty much just kind of saying, hey, take a step back and look that without us, you wouldn't be here. Without us, your numbers wouldn't be what they are. And to some people, you know, that's a bold statement. But I mean, again, you look at what popular music is in the Latin aspect, you know, and that's exactly what it is. You know, without these names, without these features, without these, you know, composers, etc., a lot of these artists that are nominated or a lot of these artists that are hitting globally wouldn't be there because in my opinion a latin artist takes your song from a national hit or a you know a top 10 or whatever to like the number one in the world oh yeah i mean we've seen it happen before so it's not like it's 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 not something that anyone can ever fathom and it's just the reason why these artists went on strike was because of what Ivan just mentioned and and obviously it, it caused a huge uproar in 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 the Latin Grammy and I, I think they saw that they were definitely in the wrong and so they're like you know obviously they apologized and this and that and obviously they said that they were going to do better this year and now the question is are they going to do better or is this just the year of Look, we're sorry. We're gonna make up to you guys, and we're just gonna give you guys award after award after award. Which then again comes back to the same concept of: is it just gonna be a hollow trophy at the end of the day? Right, and is it just like a all right? We're gonna put up so you can shut up. Mm-hmm. Exactly right. And so that that obviously there's a lot of stuff that surrounds kind of this award ceremony as to whether or not is it a legitimate platform is it is it a legitimate venue for people to say i i am what i am because of my work or is it just look you're pulling up some pretty good numbers and you were on you were a part of the strike last year so we definitely want to make good with you so we can have some of those numbers again so here's a nominee and here's a grammy just to show right just and most importantly you. please come perform next year yeah please come perform because without you, we're not gonna get that much of a rating, right? And that 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 is the frustrating part about it. Because then you have people who are nominated who do deserve to be in the category, who are deserving of a good chance of winning a Latin Grammy, now completely overlooked and over uh, and over stomped by the fact that there's these other artists that have to come in and win their trophy so that you know they can just move on and 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 kind of shut up in the sense of of being in the ear of the Latin Grammys which is interesting but we'll get into all of that in a little bit more but let's start off Ivan with the discussion of the first category which is 
record of the year. Let me name off everyone that's on the list, and then we'll talk about the ones that pertain to our uh, our genre here. Starting off, we're going to have uh, China with, uh, obviously, Anuel, Daddy Yankee, Karol G, Osuna, J Balvin. Then we have uh, Cuando Estas Aquí, Pablo Alvaron, Vete by Bad Bunny, Solari Yacumensa by, Jesus, let me see if I get this right, Bajo Fondo featuring Cuarim, Cuarim uh, 1080. I'm just, I'm, I'm hoping that's how you say it. I'm so sorry if I butchered it. Uh, Rojo by J Balvin. Interesting. Uh, Tutu, Camilo and Pedro Capo. Lo que, lo que en ti veo, uh, Cani Garcia and Noel Penisi. Tusa, Karol G and Nicki Minaj. Rene by Residente. Shout out to Residente being on the list here. Contigo, Alejandro Sanz. All right, Ivan, those are the 10 names. And Jesus, that is a lot of records to be on a short list for record of the year, which is something that you were alluding to earlier. But... Out of all those names, do you think that maybe there was one that maybe shouldn't be on there in regards to our genre? We won't talk about everyone else's there, but in, okay. just in regards to what we are looking at, it's it's China, Vete, uh, Rojo, I, I guess maybe Tutu, but I, I don't really want to throw them in there. Tusa, definitely, and uh, probably even Rene by, by Residente. So I think out of the ones you mentioned that pertain to our, our género, I think that I was the most surprised to see René by Residente. Um, I'm personally a really big fan of Residente and what Calle 13 was. Um, I know that the, maybe like the political forward music isn't really for everyone, but I think that he's, um. that's what we need. We're in a time in the world where we need these artists to have these platforms. They're willing to leave it all on the line um, in his case, for his isla, for Puerto Rico, um, you know, and I really admire and respect that. Um, Tusa, I guess, just to me, man, because I maybe wasn't a fan of that song, I'm surprised that it's actually nominated for Record of the Year. Um, if I had to pick who takes the award only considering our Genero, I mean, it'd have to be China, right? You have Anuel Doblea, Daddy Yankee, Carol G again. And then you have Osuna and J Balvin. I think that that's a that's a song full of, of some heavy hitters in the handle. Plus, you have Tiny, who's uh, really doing amazing things these days, kind of just getting his feet wet in every camp. So shout out to him. Um, but, yeah, I was really surprised to see Tusa, and I was really surprised to see Rene. And I think that if I had to pick somebody that would win it, it'd be Daddy Yankee and, and his squad on China. However, though, I would like to note that I personally – would always root for Balvin to win with Rojo. A lot of people were speculating that Rojo wasn't that great of a song to be able to put it in a category as record of the year. Tell me, me at the park, bro. It's going down. (laughs) But it's understandable because Rojo is a good song. Don't get me wrong. I mean, the music video has a great message to it. Um, but it wasn't. It's it's not J Balvin's most iconic song either, especially not even from the album. But I think it was one of his singles, and I think that's what it got the attention that it did. Mm-hmm. And that's that's an, that's a maybe like even like a subtopic, right? Like the song that's nominated isn't the best song on the album, but then it's like it gets the no, the notoriety because of like it being a single or because they got like the most like PR. Yeah. You know, like it's just kind of yeah. like then again, like how does that work? I don't know how the Latin Grammy people obviously come up with these kind of nominees. And then we'll get into it a little bit later, but I just, I don't, I really don't know. 
if the recording academy is listening, holler at me. We will, yeah, we, we're willing to work in, in, in regards to helping you guys pick. Um, cause yeah, I mean, look, I, I like China, I really do, I like it. But are you really gonna tell me that's the record that 2019 is gonna be remembered for? I mean, I, I agree, believe me, I agree. That sounds uh bizarre, right? Because how long ago was that, also? Like, you know, like it's been hitting for the you know, the year, but um, which actually, real quick, I do want to point out that. Just to kind of give perspective to everything, because we're talking about like a song like China, like how long has that been out? So the dates, because the Grammys work, you know, between like a one date, one deadline, and one deadline, right? So to be considered for this year's twenty first annual Latin Grammy Awards, which are this Thursday, February nineteenth, this is not an ad. Um, <laughs> you had to release your body of work between June first, twenty nineteen, and May thirty first, twenty twenty. So that's that's how we're doing it. June first, twenty nineteen to May thirty first, twenty twenty. So that's why you have a, these songs that you're like, man, this came out, and you know, last summer. Like, how is this possible? Is is being put up for, you know, consideration for a Grammy or this artist isn't new? He's been around for two or three years. Well, that's kind of like that's that's I guess maybe the why, in that situation that. Everything put up in these categories is again from June first, twenty nineteen, to May thirty first, twenty twenty. So I just wanted to kind of add some, you know, um, uh, I guess you know a little more background for listeners. Yeah, no, and that's good. I- I'm glad that you have the dates. At least that way we have something to go off of. But even then, you give me those dates, and I'm like, yeah, Chino was good, but come on, there's other stuff that resonates from 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 those times, you know. So uh, hit me with your award. You're on the stage. You're opening the envelope. And you, what name do you read? Oh, man. Oof. Uh, I'm definitely, yeah, I, 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 I'm going with China. I got to go with China. Although uh, I wouldn't be surprised if for some reason Vete wins. Yeah, I know Cari would for sure give it to Vete and, and all of Bad Bunny's followers. I don't know, would she? That'd be an interesting one. I didn't ask her about this one. Yeah, everyone who heard already knows. It's a little inside like. joke, but uh, I'm sure she would be, you know, jumping for joy if, if uh, t- a Bad Bunny Twitter uh, was happy. Oh, oh, Cardi. <laughs> Let's hope for the sake of her. <laughs> Although, uh, I'm, back to this little discussion, I'm not surprised Tusa made it. I'm not surprised Tusa made it at all. Why is that? It was just so popular. It blew up everywhere. Which, uh, yeah, by the I way, though, I think right. this is uh, Nicki Minaj's first Latin Grammy nomination. So, I mean, interesting that her. it comes to the Latin side of things. Um, but I, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and say that I love Dusa to the point where I'm like, yeah, this is definitely. But I, 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 Dusa merits more, for me, Dusa merits more than China to be as record of the year. Because I feel like more I people resonate with that song. Thinking back to it, yeah. But again, that was like a summer female anthem, right? Like we're talking mm-hmm. about this summer, last summer. Like it was just like, the, I mean, we're all over the place in like summer. <laughs> summer anthem, which is fine. But again, it's like you said. Like I mean, that's, I'm literally taking your words, like, and running it every category. Is that what 2020 is going to be remembered for, Dusa? Like, yeah, I mean, we'll see. Oh, I'm pretty sure 2020 will not be remembered by any song. I'm pretty sure there's other things that definitely will be uh, merited by. But let's jump on to a different category here because I think it's interesting. We'll we'll talk song of the year next. Okay. Because we'll get into the album part of it a little bit 
right now, but song of the year, which is a whole different category than record of the year. It's very complicated, very different. So the pretty much record of the year deals with specific recording aspects of a song and it takes into consideration artists, producers, engineers, like, you know, the kind of yes. behind the scenes. Whereas mm-hmm. Song of the Year deals with only the composition of the song, and it only recognizes the songwriters who wrote the song. So just to clarify again, that's the difference between Record of the Year, which takes into account all aspects of creating the song, you know, writer, recorder, producer, engineer, versus Song of the Year that only takes into account the songwriting of the song. So in theory, this one could be more of a popularity contest song of the year rather than record of the year because record has a little bit more of a, okay, let's see the composing side of it. Let's see how it all orchestrated to become this record. Song of the year is definitely, okay, the lyrics, the melody, the song itself. Let's not really talk about, you know, all the composing part of it, but just how how is it resonated? And it's interesting, some of the people, some of the songs that are definitely in here, 11 total nominees, Ivan. That is a That's lot. Insane. For That's insane. That's insane. Lion Grammy, let's, uh, let's cut these down for next year, yeah? Makes, makes or, my job or a little again, easier. like sub- subcategories would be great too. You know, yeah. I, I think that, again, we could talk about this for hours, but I think that really the bottom line and the problem with these awards are is that the categories are too broad, the nominees are too vague, and then that's why with regardless of who wins, you're kind of sitting there like, how did that happen? Or again, how are these artists being compared to one another? Yeah. And I mean, we'll, we'll just go off right away. Ade, uh, MV, uh, Vicente Barco, uh, Edgar Barrera, Maluma, and Steven Rojas, Bonita, Juanes, Mauricio Re, uh, Renfino, Andres Torres, and Sebastián Yatra, uh, Con Todo, uh, excuse me, Codo Con Codo, uh, George Drexel, um, El Mismo Aire, Edgar Barrera, Camilo, John Leono, Richie Lopez, and Juan Morelli. Uh, for sale, Alejandro Sanz and Carlos Vives. Now the Carlos Vives out here. Uh, hashtag El Mundo Fuera, Alejandro Sanz. Uh, lo que no, lo que en ti veo, Kenny Garcias. Um, René, again, Residente, being uh, not only just uh, record of the year, but also in content for song of the year. Tiburones, Oscar Hernandez and Pablo Preciado. Tusa, again, on here with Miss Carol G and Nicki Minaj. And Tutu by Camilo, uh, Juan Leone, and Richard Lopez. Okay. Out of all those names that I just mentioned, obviously the only ones that really pertain to us would be uh, the ADMV. Um, let me see which one else. Rene, Tusa. I don't really want to put Tutu in here, but maybe we could put Tutu, but I, I just, I don't see how Camilo would be in the discussion. But for you, honestly, what, what which song do you think out of what was chosen would win? So I think now when we're talking about song of the year, I think Tusa would take it because of the reasons that we said earlier. Yeah. Um, like record of the year, maybe not so much for me because again, like, you know, all the things that we mentioned, but I could see Tusa taking it. However, though, uh, I know that we're talking only about Arjendo, but I I kind of uh, foresee an Alejandro Sanz winning the Song of the Year just because that kind of seems to be like the kind of like they kind of give that award to that type of genre, that type of artist. Yeah. And, and I'm going to go on boldly on and say that I think a lot of it has to do with maybe like image 
you know, like they don't seem to want to award that type of award to an artist that is more urban and more kind of forgot to change the yeah, and, and I think yeah, the lyrics definitely play a lot of part to this as well, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't think they would ever give a, a song of the year to an Anuel, a very vulgar Anuel, you know. I don't think yeah. it, it would work like that for sure. But I mean, again, but then that goes back to the same the same argument though. Like, if you're gonna give an honest award, then you know, give it for the body of work that was created and submitted. Don't just be biased or or don't you know close your eyes in this direction, but then open them in full strength, you know, towards this other 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 side of the Hanino that's kind of more, you know, kind of like for the family versus like this, you know, these other artists that we're obviously talking about that are maybe not for children's ears per se. Um, I don't know, man. It's tough. I think that, uh, yeah, I think that honestly, yeah, it, for some, yeah, I would give it to Dusa out of the ones that give it are in our hand but again man Rene Rosiente shout out to that guy I think he um he puts in work man and I think he deserves to be recognized I don't know if the Grammys is it but he deserves recognition and attention for everything he's doing not just musically but as a, from a humanitarian standpoint as well yeah no I, I agree with you which maybe is the reason why he's on these kind of nominees not to say that the song doesn't merit to be there I think it does but you know, that could be a little bit more of a push as to why he maybe, who knows, could take it. Yeah, we'll have to tune in and uh, tune in next week so you can hear all the uh, results of these um, categories we're discussing now. No, yeah, definitely. But, uh, well, no, we'll see. And and going back to more on how this whole Latin Grammy thing is is, is being kind of voted on, it's it's, it's people, it's, it's a little bit of a more, more of an older crowd in a sense, right? It, it's not... Right people you and i our ages that are are the deciding factor right the deciding vote as to who wins these categories right it's people that work for the record industry and that they're you know much older than us they've been in the industry for a long time and you know some people have a tendency to lean one way rather than the other yeah definitely definitely and uh to add to what you're saying the voting um, academy or the record academy that gives out the Latin Grammys and the Grammys, it's it's based on the voting system and it's like a membership system. And, you know, there's, you know, performers, songwriters, et cetera, people in the, in the recording industry, and they're the ones that vote on Grammy winners. And again, like, I'm going to use the example of the Grammys, so the Latin Grammys. If you, if you have, say, I don't know, out of 10 people voting, eight of them are like older white men that probably aren't listening to your Kendrick Lamars and those of the world, right? Then what are they going to vote for? You know, so again, it's, it's, again, it just comes down again to the idea of inclusivity and diversity. And the same thing happens in the Latin Grammys. You know, you you need the people that are voting for these awards to be familiar with these genres and subgenres of, and the current state of the genero and Latin music, as a whole, so you can have better category names in tropical. So we can have categories in which you know you have five to six artists in a category, and it's you know maybe more competitive, or you know that then opens up. I mean, can you imagine if you had an album of reggaeton or a Latin album of the year or something like that? Then that takes your category, and you can now include artists that deserve to be there and aren't replaced by the Alejandro Sanz and Carlos Vives of the world. And again, not that those artists don't deserve merit and respect, and you know love and all that but it's just kind of like the way that we create these categories needs to be refined 
so that everyone in the respective genre that they are a part of, not that someone labels them as, can get their recognition. No, I, I completely agree with you on that aspect. You know, a little bit more diversity wouldn't uh, wouldn't hurt at all, especially when it comes to you know this that resonates within our own culture, which is the Latin grammars, which is supposed to be for us. You know, and, and at the end of the day, it doesn't feel like it's a fair trial for every anyone really involved. You know, um, but again. It, it comes down to the politics of what is the Latin Grammys and something that we've consistently been talking about right now during this podcast. But, I mean, you're right. I I, I, I see Dusa being a strong favorite for our genre to win it. Um, we'll see, though. See whether or not, um, you know, if they give Dusa the Latin Grammy, is this their way of saying, sorry, Carol G? You know, is this a way for them to be like, sorry, I know, but we'll give your wife a Latin Grammy if you forgive us. Right, like we'll call it even. Yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting, but we'll see, we'll see. But all right, that was that was that. Let's 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 go to a much more uh, interesting debate, which is going to be um, album of the year. This is very very interesting here because um, I think we have a clear favorite. But we'll okay, see. I'm curious. We'll see. We'll see. And I'll tell you why I think it's a clear favorite. But uh, let's start off with the nominees. We have uh, Bad Bunny's Yo Hago Lo Que Me Da La Gana. We have Oasis, J Balvin, and Bad Bunny. Colores by J Balvin. Por Primera Vez, Camilo. Uh, Mesa Por Dos, uh, Cani Garcia. Aire, Jesse and Joy. It seems like they're always up for the Grammy, Jesse and Joy. Um, Un Canto Por Mexico, Volume 1. Natalia uh, Lafu, Lafu. La Fulcarde, I'm so sorry about you that I'm so sorry. Uh, Pausa, Ricky Martin. Uh, That's the winner. Does not surprise me if it is. I'll tell you that much. Ricky Martin is loved by the Latin Grammys. Um, La Conquista del Espacio, Fito Perez, and Cumbiana, Carlos Vives. Yet again, that man being mentioned very heavily on a reggaeton podcast here. Uh, Ivan, talk to me a little bit more about these nominees. Obviously, the ones that stand out for us would be definitely Bad Bunny's album, J Bobbin's album, and then obviously the collaboration album that they both did together. It looks like, for me, those are the three frontrunners of Album of the Year. I don't know. What's your take on it? So we have, again, you said the classmates earlier on, and I'm kind of stick to that. You have Bad Bunny, Bad Bunny and J Balvin. You have J Balvin. Um... I don't know, man. I'm like, I don't want to be that guy and just like say like what I want and the artist I want to win, which I think that that should be Colores, J Balvin, obviously. Um, and yes, I'm being biased, obviously. <laughs> I can make I can make an amazing argument as to why. Um, but now that I said that, I feel a little bit better. And I think that um, they... Probably will give it to Bad Bunny with Yo La Que Me Da La Gana. However, like we said, I wouldn't be surprised if Ricky Martin or Carlos Vives takes this um, just because that seems to be, again, tendencies. Um, you mentioned it was a clear favorite, and I'm curious to see what you think that is. Um, I think that is Oasis. Oasis, really? Okay. I'm, I think I'm because... surprised by that. And 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 people would have heard this already with my discussion with Gary, but I think it's you 
you have um you have the Grammys being like this is the best of both worlds. We can just give it to them and kind of just wash our hands in that sense of we gave it to mm. to to the Latin to 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 the musica urbana. Um and I I don't think anyone really bats an eye because Oasis and I'm not saying as fans as a whole resonate with that album, which I think a lot of us really do. There's really good songs in, in that album, but I think kind of this more younger generation, more of the younger crowd, the more the outspeaking crowd will definitely say, oh yeah, Oasis was amazing. You know, it's 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 good that they won it, right? Does that album really merit album of the year? I mean, it's, it's up in the air. I mean, it's good. I'm not going to say it's not. But I think just the same way you have debates, uh, a debate as to why Colores could be the winner. I mean, I'm pretty sure people will say you are going to look definitely has, uh, you know, merits to win it as well. But I think if if I'm the Latin Grammys and I'm thinking, well, how do we make up for what we did last year and, and, and kind of maybe sweep a little bit all of this under the rug? We have two of the biggest names in the genre right now, which is. Bad Bunny and J Balvin. We don't really want to upset either or. Why don't we just keep them happy by not only nominating their album that they did together, but putting them and, and giving them the Grammy so that we please not only both artists, but both sets of fans. Because that's uh, that's a huge chunk of fans that make up in, in, in the Musica Urbana, which is, you know, at, at, I would argue Bad Bunny maybe, Grabs a little bit more people than J Balvin, but J Balvin is still definitely loved and adored by mm. so many. Don't let that bad bunny Twitter fool you, bro. God, you got us covered on that. Yeah, she know. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> one one of these days we're gonna have to just let Gotti on here and just completely debunk, uh, bad bunny Twitter. I, I'm down. I will back her on that for real. Um, that's a very interesting concept you bring up, though. Going back to this uh, debate between who gets the album of the year. Um, because again, pretty much the scenario you're presenting is again like the okay, we'll give it to you so you can shut up. Um, which again, like that in itself is the Latin Grammys discrediting their own award, right? If that's how you're going to award that, um, and again, this is all speculation, that's not necessarily how it's going to go down. Um, uh, but if that does happen, one can speculate that that's why they would do that, and that again, it's just kind of like okay, so then what merit or what value does your award really have? If that's how you're giving that out, just kind of to be like, you know, it's kind of like when you're watching football and you see makeup calls, right? Mm-hmm. Like, hold on. So you're gonna you're gonna give this award based off of your mistake in the first half? I mean, first yeah. of all, damn, I just confused it to my own example. You know what I mean though? Like, you know, uh, <laughs> you, you give this award based off how you, you know you played it last year, or because of how you saw how hard everybody came for you last year. I mean, and again, that you have other artists in this category that then they lose, their work kind of goes overlooked because the Grammys trying to clean up their own mess. Um, so I don't know. I mean, I would be happy with an Oasis win. Um, truth be told, I'd be happy for Bad Bunny if he won. I just didn't, you know, again, in my opinion, that's a J Balvin award. No, I I I know exactly where you're coming from, you know. It's um it's it's interesting. It's interesting, definitely, to say the least, as to who could potentially walk away with uh with said award. But I mean, at the end of the day, we'll um we'll have to wait and see, you know. And I mean, truth be told, I'm more curious as to as to who will um not who will win, but how the person who wins reacts. You know, does do they take it? 
strong heartedly and say, you know, thank you to the academy and blah, blah, blah? Or do they kind of just shrug their shoulders and say, I guess? Mm. I think that the characters that were um, mentioning here, I don't, I don't, I don't see them being the uh, thanks, but forget y'all type. I see them all be finding a way to either just kind of very vaguely thank you, or just kind of very be very politically correct, even if it's not what they want. To yeah, be. yeah. No, no, I agree. I mean, at the end of the day, these guys kind of run your paycheck at times, so. Yeah, that's the. I mean, again, again, it all comes down to how the artist views the award. If you, if, if one of these artists wins it and they think that the Grammys are, you know, crap, then, then they might, you know, be up front and say some stuff. And then the Grammys will be like, "Oh, we're never inviting them back. We're never nominating them." You know, like and then it becomes the opposite of what you just described. <laughs> I mean, it's gonna be interesting. It's definitely gonna be interesting, and, and we'll have to wait and see. But I mean, for me, Oasi takes it, and we'll see. For sure. So we have uh, one more category. Yes, and I think we've saved uh, the best, best for, for last, last because yeah. this is definitely an interesting one. Um, and uh, well, well, let's just get right into it. We're talking best new artist. Let me reiterate that. Best new artist for this upcoming Latin Grammys. The nominees are Anuel AA. Rao Alejandro, Mike Bahia, Casu, Conociendo Rusia, Soy Emilia, Kurt, Nikki Nicole, Nath, uh, Nathy Peluso, Pito Sion, y Was. Obviously, obviously, the big takeaway from this is the fact that Anuel AA is nominated as Best New Artist. We'll hear your take on that. And obviously, the other other artists that we're kind of focusing on would definitely be Raúl Alejandro, Casu, Mike Bahia. I guess could is definitely in the in in the shop for um, uh, uh, Musica Urbana. But I mean, when I first saw this, I, I I was completely mind blown, and I even put it on Instagram, and you even commented saying, "How does this even work? How do, who's in charge of making these lists?" Like it 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 sparked a whole kind of just debate as to whether or not the Latin Grammys are as serious as they want people to take them. But what's your take on, you know, the people that we just mentioned and the fact that Anuel AA is in this category? So I'm going to, I did my little research and I'm going to add to the, again, to like the take on why Anuel AA is considered a best new artist. So the Grammys consider anyone that has put out either five singles or one album but no more than 30 singles or three albums to date, which was the dates I gave you earlier up to May 31st of 2020. So again, one album or five singles or no more than 30 singles and three albums. If you are somewhere in there, you could be considered or nominated for best new artist. Now, if you think about that alone, right? Five singles or an album or 30 singles and three albums. That sounds like a load of shit because you could be not 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 debut album, not sophomore album, but you could be like three rounds in and still be considered for best new artist. While probably if you're doing great and at the Grammy nominations, racking up nominations along the way somewhere else, right? 
which then is kind of like again the whole way it's being handled is like so you have an artist that could potentially be taking someone else's spot you know with these nominations so that's why I know I can be considered to be a part of that going back to the three that we're mentioning, Anuel, Raul Alejandro, and Caso, which is, you know, our genre. And I forgot who else you added. Was it Mike Bahia? Yeah, Mike Bahia. Okay. Um, I'm pretty sure that a lot of people don't even know who that is. Or they do. Yeah. Because you're a fan, <laughs> you know? But, I mean, and that's yeah. fine. But I think that that, so that, that is maybe, like, the beautiful thing about it, right? You see some of these names, and you're like, oh, I never heard of that one. Oh, I never heard of that person. And so then that, you know. It, it gets the fan base going or start it gets the Google, the fingers going, whatever, you know, you maybe go on Spotify, type your name in, hit the first song. Oh, now you're a fan or now you like that song. So that's awesome. But unfortunately, when you have a guy that's been around and has put out albums that have been very successful, like Anuel, um, it's kind of hard to argue that it wouldn't go to him because of that, like credibility he's already built up that, you know, that bought that, that, kind of portfolio that he already has. I'm sure you would argue that Raul Alejandro probably is more fitting for the nominee because, again, just dropped a debut album, which won't be considered for a Grammy because, again, the dates. But, I mean, he, we would count him as new artist. You know, I know Kari would agree with me that Kasu could probably be a strong contender for this. Um. So again, it's just it's just kind of hard because even those two artists, Casu and Alejandro, that are both buzzing really hard, both have you know solid fan bases, both are doing amazing works individually and in features. But then you put like Anuel in that list, it's kind of like, oh well, we know who it's going to is going to Anuel. Yeah, and I think when that happened, uh, we come back to the same speculation. It's the Latin Grammy saying, "Oh, sorry for last year," especially because Anuel was very outspoken, very outspoken. In, yeah, in definitely. And now that you bring Anuel into the mix, now that's a guy that I can see taking the award and saying some reckless stuff. <laughs> yeah, he he's definitely that type of person to be like, hey, uh, he definitely will pull up a uh, pull up a, a Kanye with a, the with the Taylor's like, I'm gonna let you finish, but <laughs> yeah, man, I could see that happening uh, for sure. But I mean, I don't know, man. I mean. Okay, so let, let's do this. If we remove Anuel AA and we just put up Raul Alejandro versus Casu because of Henero, who takes it? I think uh, I think a little bit, and, and, and I know a lot of people are going to say, oh, because you're a fan, but I really do think that Raul has a little bit over Casu. Um, but the funny thing is they're really good friends. They're both really good friends in real life. Like Casu and Raul are just really, really good friends. Um, but I could see why Casu could definitely... Um, Definitely what I mean, the things that she's done, the things that she's been able to over overcome, the the, the the people that she's been able to turn to just be like, wow, I'm a Kasu fan. Um, it speaks volumes of her. And I think we've we've talked about it too in the ladies uh reggaeton podcast. The the, the fact that she's just so well versed at almost anything that she puts her mind to really speaks as to the the artist that she's capable of doing. But if we're talking about a popularity contest as to who wins it for the best new artist. I, I do feel like Raul Alejandro has a little bit more songs on the radio than Casu does. Definitely. I agree that he does have more um, airplay, but I think that for all the reasons you, you just mentioned and more, I think that that's why Casu would be the my, my vote for best new artist. I think that her versatility is almost unmatched. I mean, it is, again, it is. It's you know, ridiculous. It's just, 
it's just kind of like, what's really going on over here? Like, how how are you like trapping on us? And then you're like melodic on us, like, and still both equally as fire. Yeah, and 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 that's the thing. It's just like, and and that's what really, um, that's what really upset me when I saw the the, the nominees. I was like, how are you gonna do two artists like Kasu and Rao who have just completely worked their asses off this last year to make a name for themselves? to finally get into a nominee for Lion Grammy, which I'm sure that this has been a dream of theirs since, you know, who knows how long ago, to then just kind of be debunked by seeing who they have to go up against. Right, and that's kind of what I was, that's the kind of point I was making. Like, you know, you have a Noel that's, you know, can, by the rules that I read, like, qualifies a new artist, but you're taking the spot or the, you know, the trophy in this case from a, from two artists that legitimately deserve to get this award because of, again, like the things we just discussed. And it, again, it goes back to the idea of like, well, then how seriously should we take these awards? If we're going to just kind of like, like you said, like kind of let this guy in and let him do his thing and just give him the award because they have their own kind of personal agenda. And again, it's all speculation. It, you know, somebody else might get it, but when we're talking about our hand, it Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He gonna be like, yes, I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> that would be hey, that would be a crazy plot twist, though, would it not? It really would. I mean, I, like, I do not want to be Anwar's uh, <laughs> posse at all when that he happens. Flip tables. It's like you're lucky you're not really allowed into a posse these days because it'd be yeah. a wrap. But I don't know, man. Thursday will be interesting. I'm sure we'll be on the text with one another, keeping an eye on these awards. Yeah. Um, and again. I know we're just talking about the artists on our hand at all, but it's, you know, shout out to everybody nominated. I think that if you're on this list, on these lists, it's awesome because you deserve, you deserve to be here. It's in no way shade to anybody, but I mean, we're zoning in on our people and our people only. So we'll see. Yeah, no. And, and like I even said, quick merit to everyone who's made it here, even though we've kind of have said that there's some speculation as to why some of these people made it. But, you know, again, speculation and it's it really deprives off of everything that happened last year. And, you know, kind of the Latin Grammys trying to make do right with the community after that. So we'll see what happens. But uh, yeah, that 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 is the kind of saltiest thing about this whole kind of nominee list is that best new artist which I I mean granted from what Ivan said Anuel just barely makes it by the by the rules which I mean maybe we should start looking into those rules and saying well I mean maybe it's time to really refine those rules because three albums I don't know how much of a new artist you can be at that point yeah I agree I mean if you're three albums in you're three cycles in um, and that's just again it's just not it's not it's not fair to somebody like again, like Raul Alejandro just dropped his album uh two days ago. This album cannot be considered for anything Grammy related, you know, and but he has the singles that qualify him for the award of best new artist. And it's kind of like that's that to me goes with the name of the award, which is new. Like you're a new artist. You're, you know, kind of getting your ducks in a row and kind of like, you know, starting to make a name for yourself. I know I I mean, if you don't know Anuel, then you don't listen to the genre, and that's fine. Yeah. But like then, like you know, it's just kind of like, come on. Yeah. So I mean, everyone already speculates that Anuel will win, and if it doesn't, then my goodness, are we gonna have something to talk about next week? Because it uh, it will be interesting that the Latin Grammys bring him on just to debunk him. Uh, like I said, 
And 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 this is a man that we can talk about for days because he's been on the news constantly. Um, not for the good of things, but for the bad of sides as well. Because I think, um, I don't know, I, you know, Anwar looked like he was going to be a changed man when he came out of prison, right? He, he kind of said, you know what, he, he gave us the whole religious spiel that, you know, he found God and that, you know, now he's working on himself and, you know, success followed. And, you know, I, I just I don't I blame think he's Carol going to Women will do stuff to people. Se consiguió la parcela and that was it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but you know what? The interesting thing I did say is that two classmates are going up against each other. And that is Raul Alejandro and Anuel, who were uh, both went to the same high school. Um, oh, okay. I know yeah. they're from the same town, but I don't know they, went, they were like, you know. Yeah, they went to school together. Um, okay. They knew each other. Even Anuel said it like, yeah, I knew Raul. I never knew he could sing, though. He's like, that's definitely something he kept to himself. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Well, then, I mean, there you go. Those little background stories add more to the, you know, the the twist here. And, and we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But like uh, Ivan just said, shout out to everyone who's made it into the nominee list. Uh, we wish you guys all the best on Grammy Day. And shout out to everyone who's been listening. Thank you so much for joining us on our uh, return episode here. We've talked all things Raul Alejandro Latin Grammys. Hope you guys have enjoyed it. If you guys have, let us know. Uh, subs- uh, subscribe to wherever it is that you may listen to. Apple Podcasts, Spotify. And wherever it is that you may be listening to, we thank you guys so much. Follow us over on Twitter at The Hangeo. You guys don't miss a beat of anything that is going on in the world of reggaeton. We're back, baby. We're going to be as consistent as possible with as hectic as our, our lives are getting. And what a time to get back when the holidays are just around the corner. So we'll see how we uh, how, how we definitely plan and schedule ourselves. But be sure to be on the lookout for our new latest uh, uh, episode. And again, follow us on all social media platforms. And uh, we'll be back to talk all things La Musica Urbana here on the Hangeo. Ivan, any last words before we sign off? Dios bendiga el reggaeton. Definitely. Dios bendiga el reggaeton. We'll be back. Watch Latin Grammys. It's going to be live on Thursday. That is going to be at 5 p.m. Pacific time because you guys know that that thing always starts at 8 p.m. Eastern, uh, Eastern Standard Time. So we'll see how uh, things go. But make sure you guys keep up to date with Twitter. And uh, should be a good one. All right, everyone, stay safe out there. Please wear your masks. And as always, here on the Hangeo Podcast, que viva el reggaeton. We out, baby. Una presentación más de. I'm here, everybody, tell a friend. Tell them to join the Hangeo.